The Sophia Gray Show. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, listeners and kinky friends. Welcome to The Sophia Gray Show, where we discuss all things sex, kinks, and fetishes. From the sex stories to the latest trends in the erotic world, we talk taboo transparently. This podcast is brought to you by Sophia Gray, the largest used underwear marketplace. I'm Tracy Bust. And I'm Lacey Bloom. And today, Miss Lacey, we are talking all about ownership. Ownage. Ownage. What's up? <laughs> this, is, this is so appropriate to you because let me tell you a very, very embarrassing tidbit about my week. Um, right. I, you know, I got a new Roku for the TV. Uh-huh. And, you know, you can add your Netflix and your Hulu and all all that jazz. All that jazz, yeah. All that jazz. And I had not tried out Peacock um, just yet, which I, what is that, like the NBC streaming yes, service? Yes, I believe that's it, yeah. And so they had a week-long free trial to do Peacock Unlimited. And when I saw that they had not one, not two, but all three Fifty Shades of Grey movies mm-hmm. on Peacock Unlimited – you better believe I jumped at that deal. <laughs> yeah. And so that is my my somewhat related to ownership story of the week because I binge watched that mountain of garbage oh, great. all in a row. Oh, that gosh, what fun. a treat. Yeah. What a treat. What a treat. I got to I got to finish up the garbage. <laughs> you know what I mean? I haven't you taken should. out the rest of the garbage. If that makes any mm. sense with that one, <laughs> you know, i.e. watch the last movie. Um, yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, um, okay, Lacey, what what do you think ownership means to you? Like what when you hear the term ownership in a BDSM relationship, what, what do you think of? What, like what do you think of? I mean, I always, you know, I think of a relationship between a dom and a sub. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that that looks different for every couple. Right. And yeah. this isn't necessarily my particular kink. So it's not something that I think a lot about. Um, but I do, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, and I'm probably wrong, but I do kind of get the idea of like slave play yeah. in there mm-hmm. as well. And somebody wearing a collar, you know, bondage, somebody tied up. And and again, I'm sure this applies to some couples, but definitely not everybody. Yeah, I, you're absolutely right. Like, I, I, I think you're right about, like, when you think ownership, you do think slave play, you do think collar. But I think what's really important, and like you said, it is different for every couple or, you know, thruple or whoever um so the idea of ownership means that you belong to someone or someone Mm. belongs to you in a bdsm relationship and i think there's a difference i was thinking between belonging and then belonging (laughs) do you know what i mean there's like the romantic like i belong to you you have my heart and then there's the i belong to you you own me I always think of it as like a difference between like you belong with me as opposed to like you belong to me. Oh, that's great. That I think that's it. The with the two. Guys, we're we know grammar like no tomorrow. <laughs> 
I don't know if you knew this. Welcome about to the us, Grammar Podcast. <laughs> this is both. This episode is sponsored by Grammarly. Yeah, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the largest used grammar resource <laughs> in the marketplace. <laughs> like I said, ownership will look different for every couple, um, and so that essentially means that it is an a personal thing um so ownership in bds terms pertains to the relationship between a dominant and, and submissive so when you are talking about being owned this is in the sense it's a relationship that is associated with an owner mm-hmm. i.e the dominant and a slave i.e the slave mm. but you don't have to use slave you don't have to use dominant you can use whatever you know kind of terminology you and your partner want to use right this means what you want it to mean like obviously this goes without saying I feel like we we all know this but I'm just gonna repeat myself like as with everything in a um dom sub relationship the definition in terms of ownerships are communicated about and negotiated um some people they're like they can come to this quickly other people other people kind of takes a while to negotiate the terms but there shouldn't but you should be comfortable if it takes you a long time to talk about it if it takes you a short time to talk about it if you you must be going into it with a fuck yes yeah, do you know no, what i mean no rushing no rushing i mean this is something that i think specifically as women we do a lot is we compare ourselves to other women we compare our relationships to our friends relationships with their partner or partners and mm-hmm. and I think that's that's where you know societal pressure and norms can step in and make you feel like you're rushing into something when you're not ready for it so I mean we we cannot stress or emphasize how important communication is mm-hmm. in any relationship especially one involving sex totally yeah 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 and I do feel like the word ownership, especially if it's kind of a new, if BDSM is new to you, if kink mm-hmm. is new to you, is, can feel like a very daunting word. And like people are like, okay, well, what does ownership mean? Right. And again, like I said, depends on the couple. For some couples, ownership could spill out into everyday life, meaning mm-hmm. your dom could choose your clothes, your hairstyle, what jewelry you wear. For other couples, ownership just, you know, is strictly for playtime Or there's like a variation of the two. Yeah, I think that was one of the things we discussed in one of our very first episodes of the podcast is that, you know, just because you have a dumb sub-relationship, that doesn't mean that that's how you live every moment of your life. Of like, course, yeah. Dom, doms and subs and anybody kinky can have vanilla sex. They can have a rough sex. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's silly to like place a specific standard on it because Mm -hmm. we know that every couple's different whether you're a kinky couple or not a kinky couple so I know some people are probably asking like okay well what is the difference between ownership and submission and I think that's a good question because they do go hand in hand Mm -hmm. um but like not all submissives care to be owned by a dominant Mm. Um, The main difference is that ownership cements the commitment between a dominant and a submissive versus other dom-submissive relationships where the the commitment turns is like monogamy. But ownership in itself is very distinct. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, again, to an outside ear listening to this, especially to, you know, I I do read a lot of um, – uh, like slave play um, um, erotica mm. and sometimes when I look at the um, 
the, like the reviews of it they're, they're to outside readers they're just like what the fuck is this like this is insane this is sex traffic you know what I mean and then it's like don't read it right yeah 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 <laughs> but I think my point is is that yes like I, I I have a lot of opinions on that but it's just like people are like oh well why would someone be into this and it's like one a lot of people are two maybe Amazon should have done a better job um, you know like <laughs> advertising this like <laughs> erotica about like what's you know owner like ownership is right um so to those people who are like okay why would someone want to be owned by someone why would what someone want to own someone else here are a few reasons why this could be sexy um for a submissive ownership can be about security yes Um, When you're owned by your dom, you have security. Um, You know the terms of your submission are ironclad and that your dom is your dom until you have some type of agreement that otherwise, you know, negates that. It is in a way kind of like a courtship or a marriage, but it's different because essentially you are taking a vow you're taking a vow yeah um, I am yours I, I am yours to you and and I, I get it I mean there's a reason why marriage is so appealing to so many people and it's mm-hmm. for reasons like that now I know that marriage is not for everyone nor is being owned um, right but, yeah but I do understand the appeal of you know belonging to someone or having someone belong to you and you alone. Mm-hmm. Totally. And you know, on the other end, for a dominant ownership can be about celebration. So mm. if you are own someone or if you have a submissive submit to you in a very intense way, it feels good. It feels incredible. And when you want to feel incredible, when you have an incredible thing. You celebrate them. Yeah. Um, It's such a strong bond between a dom and their submissive. And to cement that ownership link between the two of you is celebratory. Cheers. Um, Yeah. Cheers. (laughs) Celebration. (laughs) So then going back to another reason why it's sexy for a submissive is that um, the ownership is about obedience. And I feel like I say this a lot in in our episodes where I, where we talk about like some specific kink and I feel like mm-hmm. I always say the term this kink is the ultimate act of obedience or this kink <laughs> is the ultimate act of obedience and it's like yes yes this kink like yes ownership is the ultimate act of obedience and then you know what I realized I was just like oh it depends on the person what ultimate act of obedience right. is you know what I mean and I just like am now realizing that as like we how long have we been hosting this podcast you know like like oh yeah I love it it, so- it sounds like we're um it sounds like we're like a used car salesman like this one over here this is the ultimate act of obedience right. for yeah. you mm-hmm. yeah so I guess I need to start using or like be like okay for some people this can be the ultimate act of obedience and it's like in the day um <laughs> So it can mean, you know, giving up other play partners so you can focus solely on your dom. That's hot. It can mean that your dom is giving up things for is giving is given things from you um, that mm. no one else does. And it can be an amazing way to obey and submit to your dom if you are ready to take it to the next step. Absolutely. Another thing that I think is hot about this is that for a dom, owning someone is a source of pride. Um, when you own a submissive, it can be very prideful. It's this beautiful, obedient, perfect submissive has decided to give you the most 
precious thing that anyone can give to you, their obedience and their loyalty. And that feels good. That's a turn on. That's a huge point of pride. And it can really add a lot of fun to playtime. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what's not to to be proud of, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I and celebrate. I mean, it goes right back to celebration, too. Uh-huh. It's, you know, you have somebody that's submitting to you and they'll do just about anything for you. Mm-hmm. That's that's huge. I mean, that that makes anybody feel great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, like any type of sexual relationship, any type of relationship, this ownership is being in an own, being owned or have or be, or owning someone else is enhancing the connection that you already have. Mm. Um, so there's a lot to be said about many kinds of like dub some relationships. Um, they can all be quite in, intensive given the emotions and high arousal levels that come with it. However, there is something quite specific to be said about deciding that someone owns you. This isn't something that's done lightly. And I think that getting to the ownership level is a way or like is this way to take your take your relationship to the next level. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say leveling up, you know, I mean yeah. this is definitely it's another layer to add like in every time you add a new layer to your relationship, it definitely gets more complicated. It definitely takes a lot more communication to be able mm-hmm. to sustain the healthy connection that you have, but if you are able to do that and you are able to have these great conversations and clearly define what it is between the two of you, then Mm -hmm. it will absolutely make your relationship stronger. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a few things to think about, like when you are in a healthy relationship, what does a dom need to be doing? What does a submissive need to be doing? And this is on the Sophia Gray website. But um, so but I just think it's important to reiterate, especially for an ownership relationship, is that as a dom, you need to be independent enough and removed enough from the situation to keep a cool and level head during intense sessions. However, you need to depend on your submissive enough to let them end, to care for them. You know what I mean? Like you are take if you are owning someone, you need to take care of someone. Like this isn't just like, do you know what I mean? Am I making sense? Like this is, yeah. and everyone knows this. What am I saying? Like, you know, but like <laughs> this is a form of love. This is a form of connection. This is a form of and lust. Trust. And trust. And trust. I yeah. think the trust has to go both. I mean, we've talked about it before that – you know, in some ways being a submissive is like almost like being a dominant in that it's they really they really do have a lot of control over the situation. Like they're the ones that get mm-hmm. to say no to certain things. They're the ones that get to define limits. And yeah. so there's so much trust that a dom has to place on their sub and then vice versa that a submissive has to place on their dom. Absolutely. And and I think that's the next thing is that like us if you are being owned that doesn't mean you don't have power. You're mm-hmm. the one like when I think of this I think of like when I think of like a sexy image is like a woman walking into a room. She's um in a harness holding her own leash around her collar. She walks up to an owner she hands him the leash. Hands him the leash. And yes. that's what it is. This is what it is. Being owned is you handing someone the leash. It's not mm-hmm. someone kidnapping you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like Right. Right. I mean, you know, no shade for anybody that wants to play out their kidnapping fantasies. But, but the again- thing is, you are you are letting yourself be kidnapped in that fantasy. Yes, exactly. You know what You're I mean? You're saying, this is what I want to happen, babe. Let's make this happen tomorrow yeah. after work. You're going to mm-hmm. kidnap me. 
Because like relinquishing power is the most powerful thing someone does. Yes. And so that's what made so that's what make should make you feel safe mm. in this type of relationship. If you don't feel safe, you shouldn't be in that situation. Right. And that said, um, in an ownership situation, I find this so important is that you should know that you have the power to leave any conversation, any play space, any relationship that makes you feel bad. You don't want to get yourself into a toxic relationship in this it's instance. It's true. Get out. Like, do you, okay, do you remember, do you remember the movie Get Out, Jordan Peele's movie? Sure. Get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. And there's the part where, you know, what's his face is just yelling at him, get out, get out. Uh-huh. I want that put on one of those buttons that people like, smack on their desk that say yes or good job I want the get out button for every time I hear about bad relationships or bad dates or Mm -hmm. bad you know whatever it is I want the get out button otherwise you're just gonna keep hearing me say on this podcast get out I know yeah (laughs) yeah we need to like add that as a sound effect you know (laughs) I'll work on that. I'll work on right. that in post. Yeah. Can you just like get a button? Can you get a get out button, please? Thank you, Lacey. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to work on it. Um, so if you were curious about starting an ownership um, relationship, I feel like the first thing people think of when they think ownership is like collars. Someone's collared and now they're owned. Um, and I do think collars are hot. Um, there's all different types of collars you can use. It can be simple mm-hmm. accessory or a prop. Or it can be like these beautiful like diamond encrusted mm. collars mm. like that are just like oh I will never be able to afford it but I want it like, I mean if you're gonna do it do it right right no but even if you can there's all different types of collars um but it's like it's kind of neat because it can be symbolic of a, a wedding band you it's it's a it's a type of collar that you and your dom can like you know select together and it should represent again whatever you want it to represent there are also different types of collars you can use. There's like, you can have a collar that's your consideration collar of like, I'm considering mm-hmm. owning you. Here's your consideration collar. And then you can go to like the training collar. And then oh maybe once gosh. you're onto foreign ownership, you get the gold diamond encrusting collar that's $4 million that you deserve. No, you should be any it's collar. Like I just sexy, really want a gorgeous collar. <laughs> it's like sexy karate belts. Like you get like your mm. black belt, uh, green but I don't know what color belts they give them in karate yeah, but I believe you if you said any <laughs> color I'd be like great <laughs> yeah black blue yellow green red that's yeah. it <laughs> um so conversely if it's because I know like when we think ownership it's like I said collar 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 it's like do I guess you have to put a collar on me no you do not have to have a collar to be owned it can no. be whatever you want it to be there's so many different things and um that you could do like you know whether it's like a jewelry or a tattoo or whatever it's like so many like it's like whatever is important to you and in your partner and you don't have to like like ownership shouldn't be like paint by the numbers based on things you've read things you see things you even see on you know online stores it should really be something that is meaningful between you and your partner no one else. I love the idea of a tattoo. 
I know. Yeah. And there's like a tip for that too. Like if you're like, oh God, I don't want to get a tattoo, get a, use a fake tattoo for a while because <laughs> you can make sure. your own fake tattoos. And I was like, oh yeah, good point. I keep forgetting that. You know what I mean? I mean, like, it's like what you were saying with like the, the different types of colors, like a color of a consideration and then mm-hmm. a training color. It's the same thing. You get the temporary tattoo, you know, mm-hmm. that lasts for a few days and then, oh, I'm going to pay a little more for that one on Etsy that lasts for two weeks. And, you yeah. know, I mean, I can see that. I think that's a great idea. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so like I like we mentioned before, having you have to have a talk about this before you yes. start. You have you guys have to know, have a specific definition of what ownership means for you and keeping the door open to talking about if that definition changes. Yeah. And you know what? If your partner is saying that they want to try this out with you, but they are not willing to sit down and have this talk to talk about the details and the, the parts that might be a little uncomfortable for both of you. Get out. Yes. I'm hitting my, she's hitting the get button. Out I don't know if you guys right see now, <laughs> but it's, it's true. Like it's, it's fine to say, say these things to say, I want to explore being owned by you, or I want us to explore a Dom sub relationship, but it's all talk until you are actually sitting down and having these conversations and maybe even putting something on paper, maybe, um, you know, making a, a contract, a declaration, whatever it is, you know, buying the rings, getting the tattoos, like actions. I, I know we have like the phrase of actions speak louder than words, but like it really, you need it both. You need both the words and the actions. Like it can't be one or the other. Yeah. And I think that's a good segue into this next idea, which is having a contract. Because I feel like, you know, I feel like nowadays, like since Fifty Shades of Grey came out, like, you know, with like the contract <laughs> scene and people are like, that's ridiculous. A beat, you have to do a contract to fuck. And it's like, no, the, this I think they're great. I think BDS contracts are great. Like if I had, like, did I ever tell you I wanted to be a BDSM contract lawyer? We've talked that's about my that. Goal. Like I don't think that's a of thing. The podcast. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I really want to be like I want to like represent both like submissives and doms into this like thing. Be like, okay, I want to change the language it. of this form. But I do think, okay, I'm joking around, but I actually do think it's good because you can like. Having a contract can really gives you give you the sense to like kind of really, you know, out, outline what is involved, what what makes something valid, what who what are your responsibilities, what are the the dom or subs responsibilities, mm-hmm. what are your limits, what are the safe words. You there there's a list on sophiagray.com about BDSM contracts and there's this huge like there's like 16 like things you can talk about and I'm like whoa it's so comprehensive I'm so turned on right now contracts (laughs) yeah it's so true and honestly if anybody out there listening is either um has has either created a contract for them and their partners or if you have Tracy's dream job and you've actually been someone litigating over a contract oh my gosh would we love to hear from you oh my god I would love to hear from a a BDSM contract lawyer (laughs) I want to know so much. We have so many questions. And honestly, I just I just really think it's something that more people need to know about. So I, I know. would love to hear about it. I don't know why I'm like so turned on by like <laughs> – 
long long packets of paper with mm. tiny letters with legal, legal jargon with legal jargon <laughs> that I have never heard of in sentences I cannot comprehend I don't know either but I I do get it I do understand the fascination yeah <laughs> so finally if you're Wondering if ownership is right for you and your partner. Here are a few things to to consider. One is these things take time to have a like as the to be in an ownership situation. Like this, you're building connection, you're building trust. It doesn't happen overnight. You know what I mean? I think it's like like we said, hey, we should like lay out, you know, our limits and everything that way. But I feel like just also like. Don't go in with any expectations that the first, like, the first time is going to be, at, like, that every time. Oh, well, and also, when has the first time of anything been perfect, let alone no. the first time with anything sexual? Like, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I do not know. I don't know anybody who's told me that their first sexual experience was the most gratifying, <laughs> in, enlightening experience of their life. Like it's, mm-hmm. it takes time. And it's also, again, easy to say certain things like, this is what I want. This is what I need. And then when you get into the bedroom and put them into practice, it's not as easy necessarily to make that happen. So yeah. it's it's totally understandable to, you know, go into things and know that, so long as you have someone or someones that are willing to work with you and practice and get things right and talk about it and talk about what works for them and what doesn't work for them, then it'll get better. It'll get yeah, better. Absolutely. Another thing that's important to remember, which we always say again and again, responsible doms understand their submission is a gift mm-hmm. and submissives understand that the doms also need need to be needed and wanted as well mm, this is an yeah. equal relationship as you know dom is not actually in charge of everything the submissive you know has a lot of power everyone has a choice whether to be in this relationship or not you can yes. leave if you want to if you don't you know make sure your other partner your the other person wants to be in the relationship right um aftercare is essential for everyone correct yeah you should always End your playtime in a healthily and make time for aftercare. I actually yep. like aftercare a lot. Like I think I that's like I do too. my I do favorite too. thing. Um, and you know what? It's yeah. important for the doms too. I think people have this under have this misunderstanding that aftercare is just for submissives. And that's not that's not true. So in fact, I want to say we have a great article about it on Sophia Gray's blog mm-hmm. talking about, you know, the the key to aftercare for doms as well. So I highly recommend people read up on that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. As you know, all play requires a yes. If it's a maybe, if it's a sure, put it off for another time. <laughs> Get out. Get out. <laughs> Or talk about, or you know, and and if you, you and talk about it. But if the talk yes. isn't going the way you want, then hit that get out button, please, <laughs> and uh, get them people out of there. I feel like we could make a fortune on those buttons, but there's got to be some sort of copyright infringement to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, and this next tip, I think, is always needs needs to be remembered: is that consent is ongoing. Consent can be revoked at any time by Ugh. either the dom or the submissive mm. even if the submissive and dom have previously agreed to do something that's if it's 
in oh. your contract if you if it's written in your contract okay but consent should negate that um like bullet point in the contract consent is oh, ongoing yeah. consent can be revoked at any time no matter what is said in your contract regardless yeah. yeah if you said baby I want you to come over and we're gonna do this and I'm gonna do this to you and you're gonna do this to me and five minutes in you're not feeling it that's it call it quits pull the plug get out yeah like I get mean, out yeah there's there's no reason you do not owe anyone anything and if the person you are with knows you loves you you know you guys have a, a great strong relationship they will absolutely understand. It will not be an issue. And if yes. it is, get the fuck out. <laughs> yes. Um, and finally, I feel like the final tip I could give you, and Sophia Gray could give you, is do research. Yay! Research, I know, doesn't seem all that sexy. Oh, I disagree. You disagree. <laughs> I feel like, you know, like, Yes. Okay, fine. Research could be sexy. But if you're unsure, if you don't know the risks, if you want safety precautions, listen, like, I, I, I'd I, say err on the side of being overprepared than underprepared mm-hmm. when it comes to things like this. Um, You want to do this in a safe way. And when you feel safe, you feel sexy. I want a PowerPoint. I want a PowerPoint presentation for my research. Exactly. <laughs> Someone provide Lacey with the PowerPoint all about ownership. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much it, like, in terms of um, kind of an intro to ownership and, like, what that could look like. But, again, like, as I was saying, this it's kind of like this, like, amazing, like, mind-boggling kind of topic about like what does ownership mean and the fact that it's so different for everyone and it's like such a turn on in different ways so I think again overall this is just something to explore with your you and your partner and taking the time to understand what ownership means to you amen whether you're looking to buy or sell used panties Sophia Gray has got you covered if you want to earn some extra cash, you can set up your own shop in minutes and start selling your own used underwear. And they take no commission. You'll keep 100% of every single sale that you make. If you've got a kink for used panties and you're looking to buy your next pair, look no further. The whole process is completely anonymous. Sophia Gray will never share, store, or archive your personal information. The name Sophia Gray won't even appear on your bank receipt. So head on over to sophiagray.com to start selling or buying used panties now. If you're a fan of the podcast, we hope you'll subscribe on your favorite podcast streaming platform. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to let us know what you think. And while you're at it, feel free to share your feedback or questions by sending an email to podcast at sophiagray.com. Until next time, I'm Tracy Bust. And I'm Lacey Bloom. And we're here to say, let them be kinky. There is no kink shaming here.